Hello teachers, I am life coach Amberlynn. Welcome to my podcast, the only podcast using neuroscience and self-coaching strategies to rewire your brain to get the results you want inside and outside of the classroom. Thank you for listening. Hello there. How are you guys doing today? I am super excited to be here and I'm super excited to teach you something about your brain today. So I am going to bring up my PowerPoint. I'm going to share it here. There we go. And I want to talk to you about your brain. If we were live, I'd be asking you, what do you already know about your brain? Most kids say it's a muscle. That is absolutely right. It is a muscle. Students say it helps me do everything. Exactly. So my goal, my hope is that through these videos, you can learn about your brain so that you can rewire your brain to do hard things. Okay, so let's get started. So our brain has an amygdala. It is a small little part. If you look at the screen, it's a small little part of our brain. And that is what causes and regulates all of our emotions. You know how you have some really hard emotions sometimes when you feel frustrated, when something's too hard, when you don't think like you can ever do it right, or you're not good enough. Well, guess what? You're not alone. Everyone feels this way because they have a human brain. So I want you to teach, I want you to learn about your amygdala. And I want you to read this with me. My amygdala. This is my primitive brain. And I teach my students. It's this back part of the brain right back here. That's where we point to. It is in the back of my brain. It does not think it just reacts. This is the part of our brain that causes big reactions. When we think things are too hard, too boring, too stressful, not fun, or when we think we're being distracted by other people. Like, I can't do that, Miss Grower. It's too hard. I'm distracted. They're distracting me. Our amygdala sends this trigger into our brain that we need to do something about it. We need to act and react. We also feel this inside of our body when we think someone is being mean to us, somebody doesn't like us, or when something or someone is unfair. So kids ask me, how do you know when your amygdala is triggered? And I teach them that they can feel when their amygdala is being triggered by um, the sensations that they have in their body. When you have a sensation in your body, that means you've had an emotion. Because most kids, they don't know. Another thing that you don't know is that when your amygdala gets activated, it literally is wired to take, off, take your prefrontal cortex offline. You have been disconnected from the internet. Information is no longer coming through your prefrontal cortex. So our prefrontal cortex is still developing when you are a student or a kid. So you have to say 
my prefrontal cortex is still developing. I have to teach it how to work. And that takes a lot of skill and practice when you are a kid. When you are a kid of any age, it even takes practice as an adult. Miss G still has a hard time using my prefrontal cortex because it is not on automatic. It is not a automatic response. I have to train it. So my prefrontal cortex and your prefrontal cortex, the human brain's prefrontal cortex helps you make decisions and plan ahead. So right here, read it with me on the screen. My prefrontal cortex helps me make choices and helps me plan ahead. This is the part of our brain. It's called the higher brain. And it helps us think about our choices. Think about what we want to do, how we want to react. But when our amygdala that's inside of our brain gets triggered, our, our primitive brain takes over and it takes our prefrontal cortex literally offline. If you want to look up and look at neuroscience, it will literally tell you that when your amygdala gets triggered, your higher brain goes offline. So then students are ask me, well, then what am I supposed to do? Pause. The moment you feel sensations in your body rising, pause. Your amygdala has been triggered. So I use these images from um, a website called Mindfulness and Bliss, I believe. It's for children learning about um, mindfulness. And I love the images that they have for talking about the brain to children. So I have borrowed it. These are not mine. Um, and the term, the Amy, the amygdala comes from them. And I will put their um, website in the notes. But I like to teach my students using these visuals because they understand it. So I tell them, look at that gorilla. Her name is Amy, the amygdala. She's an overactive superhero. And that's what your amygdala is. It over, it's overreactive to reactions. It feels like something is a big problem and it feels like you need to react now. So every human brain, even our students' brain, even our children's brain has a nervous response, a nervous system response. And it either is a flight where that student or child wants to run away when there's a problem or when it's stressed, or any kind of uncomfortable emotion, or they want to fight. This could be physical, where a student just automatically is aggressive or has a physical response. But fight can also mean words that they want to argue or negotiate or prove that they're right. And this is like an automatic response that the nervous system does. A student may also freeze, shut down, and not budge. You have to, one thing that we have to understand for our kids and our students and for you students, for you to understand about yourself is to know what your nervous response is. And when you're starting to engage in these nervous responses, that it's okay. It's part of the human brain. But if you find that you have a nervous response that fights physically 
or flights, you run away or you elope from your class. These are all things that you have to recognize because right before you do that, we have to teach our body to pause. We have to teach our brain to pause. And the younger the kid, the younger you are, the harder it is for you to do that because your prefrontal cortex has come offline. The ability to plan and make decisions on purpose has gone offline. So something that I teach my kids and I teach my um, colleagues is that we say like, oh, I can tell your amygdala is activated. I can tell your amygdala is triggered. What can we do to help your amygdala? And then that really puts the focus back on the brain and it takes it away from just the child. So often we take students' behaviors and make it mean something about them. But if we really make it about their brain, then they also have less judgment on themselves and they can also learn strategies out of curiosity and out of compassion for themselves instead of self, self-judgment self and self-criticism or embarrassment. So teachers, when we want to teach our students about their nervous response system and we want to teach them about their amygdala being activated, we want to make sure that we're doing it with care and compassion. Because most people, most humans, and most students, they do not want to engage in this. So our amygdala is activated. We need to stop and pause. Our amygdala used to be very helpful back in the cave, cavemen and cave women days, back in our hunting days, because it is what stopped us from going towards danger. It is what stopped us from... Um, putting ourselves in harmful situations. But nowadays, as we've advanced and our technologies advanced, and most of the time we are safe, 